you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, my friends? It's your girl, Jonan, right here. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about noble fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they're now. So today is a pretty special day because I actually have my good friend Karen in the studio with me today. Holla! Yes! So what's going on, Karen? Hey, I'm pretty good. Hey, not much, not much. I'm pretty happy to have you in the studio. I mean, so far, every single guest that we've had on, like, in the studio or just, like, Skyping with us or whatever, like, they've been pretty, you know, uh, you know, pretty passionate about MMA or just, like, pretty involved with, like, martial arts and stuff. But, like, you're pretty different. Like, you're just, like, my home. Me. so like you're just like here just like chilling so yeah man what's going on you know um i'm just working on my photo essay here and janan has invited me hey. to take a look at the hey. cfre studio um i'm a writer and photographer for the interior the university of guelph student paper yep so yep. just trying to bring attention to some really cool places on campus that don't get as much um attention is yeah man exactly yeah yeah i heard the ontarians gonna do like a feature thing sometime in the fall about cfru and like gonna feature i guess uh cfru programmers who are uh, somehow affiliated with the university and just like talk about them so yeah man that's pretty cool by the way people i mean i i've told the uh editor or like the senior editor at the ontarian that i'm gonna be volunteering there but i haven't actually written anything for them yet so i guess i'm kind of considered <laughs> like an ontarian volunteer too but i haven't anything yet so yeah man there you have that so how's life man Pretty good, pretty good busy weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had a rough week at work. And by the way, people, we me, Karen and I work at the same place um, here at the university. So that's pretty fun. And you know, there's been a lot of interesting things going on at work. You know, drama in our tiny office. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Karen, I'm going to get into the yeah. stuff that I have prepared for today. Sure, I'd love to listen. All right, man. So... Yeah. Is this like your first time listening to TKO or just like hearing anything TKO related? <laughs> I have to admit, I have not listened to the oh, show man. before. Yeah, it's it's available. First of all, it's available on the CFRU website and it's also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. So y'all need to check those things out. Just go on to CFRU.ca, check it out. Okay, so today, what I have prepared for you today is a few MMA headlines, and you know how every single time I say, you know, we want to talk about the issues that surround the world of fighting, well, literally, we're going to be talking about them today. We're going to be specifically talking about trash-talking, fam, so, you know, mm. the, all the things that surround trash-talking and how, how trash-talking basically affects... Uh, you know any sport but mostly in this case combat sports in general so we're going to be talking about that we're going to be talking about it from different points of view from different I guess events that are going on so we all know that the uh, Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight you know the biggest fight of the century of the modern era is going to be happening on August 26th so we're going to be talking about that and we all know that you know trash talking is pretty big when you talk about that fight because we actually last week uh, when they were doing the world tour and the press conference 
I mean, it was all trash talk here. And like, <laughs> okay, like the you have these two guys who are just, I mean, Floyd Mayweather, one of the greatest of all time in boxing. He's like, first of all, he's so rich and he's a talented boxer, but he retired. But right now he's going to be fighting this guy from the UFC, Conor McGregor, who is, you know, he's just such a great trash talker. And I feel like that's the reason why he gets, he keeps being promoted by the organization, by the UFC. So, you know, you have these two guys basically crossing over from different fields, but at the same time, like they're, they're both going to be boxing in the, in the upcoming fight that, that they're going to be having. So, you know, you, you have to figure out a way to try to sell this fight, try to promote it to the fans and like whoever's watching it. So, yeah, I'm going to be talking about that in terms of trash talking. And also, we all know that UFC 214 is coming up, um, I believe, in two weeks. Yes. So July 29th, UFC 214 is going to be coming up. And I'm also going to be talking about trash talking in terms of the Danny Cormier and John Jones fight, which is going to be the main event of that uh, fight card on July 29th. So I'm going to be talking about those. So, man, f without further ado, I'm going to get into them. So I already kind of briefly talked about the McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. So the press conference happened last week and they had the press conference in four different cities and three different countries, I believe. So, okay, the first night starts, it's in Los Angeles. And these two guys, man, they're just going at it. And when they're trash, I mean, when they're obviously in the press conference, they don't even talk about their, you know, skills. You're like, you know how when you're tra trash talking, you're like, oh, I'm going to knock you out. Or like, oh, I have like all of these great skills that make me a great fighter. Therefore, you know, logically, I can be, I can be the dominator in this upcoming fight that we're having. You know, it's not like that. In this case, both of these guys are all they talk about is money. And it's pretty <laughs> interesting, you know, like when you see other um I'm just going to talk about the UFC. Like, if you see other UFC fights that have press conferences, they're not as hyped up, I guess, because, uh, you know, uh, the people in the UFC don't get paid as much. And this fight, and the Floyd Money Mayweather and um, Conor McGregor fight, each guy is initially getting paid $100 million, okay? Mm. And that's, like, pretty... I mean, we haven't really had that in any combat sports so far. I mean, not talking about tennis or, like, soccer. I mean, you know, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he, he keeps getting, getting paid, like, so much, but we're not talking about him. But this fight is the, uh, is the most expensive fight in the history of all fights in terms of boxing, mixed martial arts, any fight that you want to consider. It's the most expensive fight. And honestly, you know, if it weren't because of the money, none of these guys would have agreed to do this fight. And it's, it, you know, money is a big part, a big aspect of all the trash talk that they do. And personally, I mean, as an MMA purist, when I was watching these press conferences and all the trash talk that these, these guys were having... I just like thought to myself, like, what is combat sports? You know, what what would be the future of combat sports in general? I mean, not just talking about mixed martial arts, talking about boxing and just anything. Because if you want to keep keep this going, and if this is going to be the way that we're going to be promoting fights, when you're only talking about money and talking about fame and not even the sport itself, then what happens to the authenticity of the sport? Like, you know, if you're a pure sports fan, you don't want to hear that those stuff, you know? Like, you just want to hear or, you know, just analyze uh, how each guy can be successful. 
in their in in that fight in that upcoming fight in terms of the techniques and the skills not necessarily the money because i mean although when they're when they're trash talking each other uh, it's gonna make it interesting if they just like you know curse at each other or just like you know do do stupid stuff at, at each other to sell the fight of course i mean that's part of showmanship but at the same time like you have to think about what this means for the future of mixed martial arts specifically because you know if this is the way that they're going to be promoting fights then what's going to happen in the future what would other guys who are coming into the sport do in order to sell the fight and yeah man like that's been on my mind for a while specifically after the press conferences that happened over this week you know because I mean, I always say I'm an MMA purist and I really care about the fights. I I know that in, in some parts of Europe, they have like sports leagues that are all about the fight and not, ne not necessarily the show. And so, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's just part of the North American uh, promotion or North American MMA organizations or just combat sports organizations. But oh, well, yeah. So what do you think, man? What do you think about all of this stuff? Well, yeah, I think it's cool to talk about how come all these fights just, like, are hyped up so much with all the trash talk. Yeah. But the fight only lasts so long, right? Exactly, yeah. And specifically for Floyd Mayweather, because he actually retired, and the last fight that he had was two years ago. And, uh, like, this was before, obviously, this upcoming fight, but it was the biggest fight of that time. And everybody was talking about it. It, it was being talked about for so many years, and the pay-per-views were just being on sale for so much, and every, it, like everybody made so much money, and it was just so hyped up. But the actual fight itself, it was just so boring. And, you know, the fighters, I feel like the fighters didn't really care about how they were fighting because they were already paid so much. So win or lose, they would just get, get the same amount of money, you know. So they... But I guess that's the thing with... Um, fighters whose careers aren't really on the line you know like if you're a if you're a guy who's fighting for a living and like you have to fight to feed your family or something like that then obviously you have to put on a performance you have to do everything in your power to just come on top and win that fight to do so many things but but in this case because these guys their only motive in this case is money and to basically sell the show so that they can get more money, I guess, like, it just kind of takes away from that originality and, like, authenticity of the of the fighting, like, the fighting itself, like, the purity of the fighting, you know? So, yeah, man, that's, yeah. Yeah, like, they're not ranting. fighting to, like, win the money. Like, they're only getting paid to do it. So, yeah. what's the point? Where's the motivation? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I also wanted to talk about the UFC 214 thing. It's basically the same thing, but except, um, you know, when people are trashing, because spe uh, especially Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, who I just talked about, uh, you know, they're the best at trash talking in all combat sports. So it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, beat them in trash talking. But most of the guys like champions in the UFC specifically, they really want to imitate that trash talking. And it doesn't always play that well. Like it just like when they're trash talking, it doesn't really come from the heart. Like, you know how I said, I don't really uh, agree with trash talking and stuff like that. But I feel like when you're even trash talking, like you have to do it well. Sometimes when people trash talk, it's like 
what are you even see- saying? Like, it doesn't even make sense, you know? Like, it's yeah. just so ridiculous. It just sounds so ridiculous. And, like, uh, specifically, the people who are fighting at UFC 214, they're also doing trash and just, like, going back and forth uh, with each other on Twitter and stuff. And it just doesn't sound like... You know, when you're when you're seeing those stuff, like you're you're thinking, what is going on? Like, why would you say that? Like, he can't. Like, it just doesn't feel right. You know, like just go in there, go into the octagon, and fight your fight and see what happens because you are like specifically the people who are headlined who are headlining the the cards. They're pretty talented fighters. There's the reason why they're the champions or the top ranked contenders in their weight division. So I feel like they need to focus more on their skills and ability. And if you do need to trash talk your opponent, just talk about those. Just talk about your fighting and how, in terms of fighting, you can beat your opponent. Not necessarily, oh, like uh, you know, talk about the money or like just disrespect that other person. You know, like it's just not how sportsmanship works. You know, like yeah, I guess yeah, man. I'm just ranting. I don't even know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's check the time. Okay. Well, I think it would be proper to take a quick break. And if, yeah, when we're back from this break, I'm going to be breaking down the card that is coming up this Saturday night. And it's going to be headlined by Chris Weidman versus Kelvin Gastelum. So let's go for a quick break and do not go anywhere. Okay. This is an experience. If you haven't been a part of nothing this great, We went through mother. The unbelievable. Hey, hit the block and sell. That's exactly how it was. Take the sprite and take the c. Then I pull me up a cup. Get them out and drink on mother's. Some buddies, how it was. Last night we made a movie. I'ma tell you how it was. Trapped in a 
trap, dodging cop cars. I'm on Pluto, I'm on Jupiter, and Mars. You ain't far in this, okay? I like all bars. I'm a hustle every day, so I don't ever stop. Hit the block and sell. This is exactly how I work. Take the sprite and take the. Then I pour me up a cup. Get them out and drink on mothers. Some buddies, how I was. Last night we made a movie. I'ma tell you how I was. Everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janon from TKO. In case you're just joining us, this is TKO on CFRU. All we talk about is mixed martial arts all day, every day. So my friend Karen just left the studio because she had to catch the bus or something. I don't even know. But it was really nice to have her in the studio with us. All right, so before the break, we promised that we're going to be breaking down the fights that are going to be happening this Saturday night, UFC Fight Night in Long Island, New York. Yes, so this card is going to be headlined by a bout between Kelvin Gastelum and Chris Weidman. But before we get to that fight, we're going to be breaking down the fights that are going to be happening on the main card, starting with the fight, the bantamweight fight between Jimmy Rivera and Thomas Almeida. So both of these guys are great strikers and, you know, they have great knockout power. First of all, let's talk about Thomas Almeida. Thomas Almeida, he he has a pretty impressive um, professional record. As a matter of fact, he only has one loss on his um, on his record. And that one loss, it was actually from a year ago when he was fighting Cody Garbrandt, the now bantamweight champion. So, again, you know, let's just not give him, give him any grief for that because... We're talking about Cody Garbrandt. He's a champion for a reason. And Thomas Almeida got uh, knocked out in that fight because everything just happened so quickly and fast. So, you know, Thomas Almeida has great stamina and knock and great knockout power himself, even though he's a bantamweight himself. So that's that's pretty impressive for a bantamweight, you know. And Jimmy Rivera also has great striking. He has he's actually pretty technical in his striking, and he has great stamina. He really, you know, because of that stamina, he really tends to win his fights through decision, not so much through knockout. But he's one of those guys that uh, tends to keep up the performance that he initially started with. So um, if he started with great power ever since round one, he's going to keep that up. You know, his performance is not going to decline over time throughout the three rounds. So that's pretty interesting uh, to know about Jimmy Rivera. So this fight's going to be pretty interesting. But in this case, Thomas Almeida, he he's the one who's had the most success in terms of knocking out his opponents. So, you know, in this case, you just have to figure out, does Jimmy Rivera has does Jimmy Rivera have that uh, tough chin to be protected against Thomas Almeida's powerful punches? So that's going to be a challenge uh, that Jimmy Rivera has to, uh, uh, you know, uh, overcome. But at the same time, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how things are going to turn out. 
But you know, in terms of the uh, in terms of ground game and jujitsu, I don't think this fight is going to be taken to the ground because both of these guys are phenomenal strikers, and it really feels like they're gonna keep the fight uh, in, in a striking mode. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what happens. And do not miss this fight; it's gonna be the first fight on the main card, so do not miss it because it's gonna be a pretty pretty good fight. Okay, moving on, we have a light heavyweight bout between Patrick Cummins and Gian Vellante. Ooh, this fight's going to be pretty interesting because we ha on one hand, you have Patrick Cummins, who used to wrestle with the current um, light heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier. So, And apparently, allegedly, when he was sparring and wrestling with um, Daniel Cormier, he actually beat Cormier uh, in those sessions. So that's pretty impressive, you know, because we're talking about Daniel Cormier, who is a Olympic wrestler. And if you beat Daniel Cormier in wrestling, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're a freak. Okay. So we have Patrick Cummins and Gian Vellante. So Gian Vellante, he is fighting in his hometown, basically, He's originally from New York, so that's going to be pretty exciting for him. And I'm pretty sure the entire crowd is going to be behind him. And so in this case, it's pretty tricky because you have Gian Vellante, who really does have great knockout power. But for for his recent fights, he's been winning and he's been losing and over and over again. So he hasn't really had uh, consistent performances, I guess. So he hasn't had any consecutive wins on his uh, recent record as of now and so you know we have K patrick cummins who is also first just like i mentioned he's a phenomenal wrestler and a striker but at the same time unfortunately he has a really he doesn't have a tough chin so he usually when he loses he usually loses through knockouts so uh, patrick cummins really needs to watch out for gian Valance's shots because they're actually pretty pretty deadly and Patrick Cummins uh, really needs to use his wrestling in this case to overcome Gian Vellante, even though Gian Vellante is, you know, he, according to the video, the sparring videos that he's been doing and just his sparring plan, sp uh, wrestling is always on his plan. And, you know, we just need to wait and see whether or not he has that takedown defense in him and whether or not he can actually uh, properly wrestle with Patrick Cummins. Okay, so there you have that. Okay, looking at the clock. Okay, we're good in terms of time. So moving on to the co-main event of the evening, we have Dennis Bermudez fighting Darren Elkins. Man, this fight, ooh, this is going to be pretty exciting because you have Darren Elkins who just had the best comeback of all time in MMA. I mean, he had been losing and winning and, you know, just, you know, going through his ups and downs in his professional career. But in, his, in the last fight that he had in um, in March, he he had such a great performance, such a dominating performance, such a strong performance. And it was just pretty interesting to see, even though, um, you know, it's been a while since he first started fighting, but it feels like he was almost reborn and like his skills were repolished in a way, you know? And um, so in this fight, he's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty exciting to see what he's going to do because he is a brawler. Darren Elkins is a brawler and he's a phenomenal striker. So it's going to be pretty interesting what he does with what game plan he comes into the game. And uh, just like I said, he's going to be fighting Dennis Bermudez, who is um, the currently the number 10 contender in the division. And Dennis Bermudez is a phenomenal wrestler. 
He originally started, uh, she started out wrestling and he is also the native boy. So he's also from Long Island. And, you know, his last fight, it was actually a loss. And uh, the, the, the last few fights that he's also had, he's had wins and losses. So you can't really say that, uh, you know, uh, he's he's had consistent performances even though when he's fighting at that moment you're saying man like he's such a beast he his cardio is on point and he's just having such a great performance but when you look at his record i mean that might just you know fool you a little bit but don't get me wrong this fight is gonna be absolutely phenomenal because both of these guys are brawlers and just killers so they're just going there to kill their opponents and in this case it's gonna be pretty interesting to see because I don't I don't think anybody's gonna get knocked out in this case. I feel like it's gonna be one of those fights that's gonna go to decision, but it's not gonna be one of those boring fights that's gonna go to decision. It's gonna be one of those dynamic and active fights, but it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be so close that uh, the judges have to decide who uh, who's gonna be the winner of this fight. You know, so it's either and my prediction is that it's either gonna be uh, a majority decision for whoever. Or it's potentially going to be a draw. I mean, we don't usually have draws, in the, in, especially in the UFC. But, I mean, who knows? We might just see one on Saturday night. Okay. Now, moving on to the main event of the evening. Yes. So, we have a medalweight bout between Kelvin Gastelum and the former champion, Chris Weidman. This fight is going to be pretty, pretty exciting because we have, just like I said, Chris Wyman, the former middleweight champion, fighting Kelvin Gastelum, who is just, you know, he's improving every single fight. And right now, the performances that we've seen um, recently of Kelvin Gastelum have shown that he's just, you know, we, everybody needs to watch out for this guy. I mean, yes, his last uh, fight against Vitor Belfort, the legendary Vitor Belfort, it was declared a no contest, even though Kelvin Gastelum had won that fight. It was declared a no contest because um, Kelvin Gastelum, after he was tested for um, uh, for substances by USADA, uh, you know, he some things just showed up in his blood work and just things didn't work out for him. And, uh, you know, because because of legal stuff, it had to be declared a no contest. But I mean, we all know that Kelvin Gastelum won that fight, obviously. And so, yeah, just going through his record, his... Um, you know, he's been winning a lot of fights against former champions and just great guys, great and dangerous fighters in the middleweight division. And as um, uh, you know, he's been only had uh, he's only had two losses on his record. OK, and so now let's talk about Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman is an all-American wrestler. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He, he has pretty good striking, too. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just bad luck or whatever. But every time he's um, he's trying to show <laughs> what he's really made of in the fights, uh, he just loses for the stupidest mistakes ever. I mean, the first fight that he lost was when he lost his championship belt to Luke Rockhold, and that was through TKO. And the next fight that he lost was through uh, through a flying knee, even though it was the last round. And he, if it went to 
decision, he would have won that fight. But he just randomly got kneed in the in, in the temple and he just lost that fight. Uh, so another bad luck. And then the last fight that he lost was against Giger Musasi when uh, the the rules, the new MMA, the new unified MMA rules just were just so confusing and nobody knew what to do when something went wrong and there was no protocol to say okay if this goes wrong then you have to do this in terms of decision so again he lost that fight so he's had three uh, consecutive losses (laughs) unfortunately but again he's a former champion there's a reason why he was a champion and let's not forget that this fight is going to be absolutely absolutely fantastic everybody needs to watch this fight and so, yeah, man, there you have that. Unfortunately, I'm looking at the clock right now, and that is all the time we're going to have for this week. My friends, make sure you go to CFRE.ca to catch up with our show. And until next time, I'm your girl, Janon, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out, my friends. <laughs>